Okay, so we've spent the last few months talking big picture strategies, and you're sitting there wondering, well, how can I put those to use? How does all this stuff translate to actual dollars? Well, today I'm going to show you how. In this week's episode, I'm giving your business a jump start, sharing 20 marketing ideas. Stick around. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who can see when shown, and those who will never see. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for everyone in the middle. Hey everyone, welcome back. My name is Chip Close and this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly marketing podcast dedicated entirely to chefs and restaurant owners. Each week I choose a different topic, we explore that topic, we pick it apart, hopefully we come across some useful insights by the end, and then we finish up with an assignment. I leave you with a short, actionable task, something you can do right away to start implementing the concepts we discuss here on the show, because I believe information is only as valuable as the action it inspires. Now, I'm going to kick things off this week um, by thanking you, thanking you for uh, for tuning in week after week. Uh, it's been really cool to see. I'm literally watching our audience grow. Uh, our downloads are going up. There are hundreds of you out there. So thank you for spreading the word. Continue to do that. Uh, thank you for tuning in every single week. Uh, it means the world to me. I really appreciate it. Um, if you're a fan of the show, I'm going to invite you, as I always do, uh, to hit the subscribe button. If you feel so inclined, go ahead and leave us a rating or a review. Uh, those kind of things just help boost our rankings, which means we get to reach more people in time. So the key to marketing is creativity. It's about trying new things. And in today's episode, episode number 13, I'm going to share 20 marketing ideas, 20 different things you can put into practice, 20 things you can do right away to start making a difference in your business. Now note, I'm not saying to blow it all up and change directions. I'm saying to experiment and find new ways to attract patrons, new ways to improve your retention rates, new ways to leverage your email list and turn those, uh, those names into actual covers. Find new ways to communicate to your audience. For each one of the ideas that I offer up, I'm going to split it and, and try to give you um, a way to apply it to a casual concept and also to a fine dining concept. Uh, this way you can see how the ideas can be applied in different areas. There's no need to do all 20, although you certainly can. Uh, what I'm going to ask you to do at the end is to just pick two and see what happens. Now, for this week's episode, I put together a cheat sheet of all 20 of these marketing ideas. Uh, you can use this as a reference guide uh, just to jog your memory after you listen to the episode, or you can go get it now, download it, and make notes as you go along. Uh, it's just meant to be, uh, to be something to remind you of everything we're talking about here on the podcast. Uh, the link is going to be in the show notes. You click there, you go, it'll get emailed directly to you. Again, 20 marketing ideas, the cheat sheet, you can get that uh, by following the link in the show notes. So now, without any further ado, we're going to get right to it because there are a ton of ideas. Idea number one, why not run a simple Facebook ad? So many restaurants out there don't do any paid advertising. They don't do any social media spend. So why not try something different? I'm going to invite you to spend $70 for a two-week run of an ad. Why $70? Because I'm going to have you spend $5 a day for 14 days. That comes to 70 bucks. And if this is your first time out, especially, I'm going to ask you to run an ad for engagement. 
What you're trying to do is to get people to like the post or comment on the post. If you click engagement, Facebook is going to show it to the people in your area, the, the people you're targeting. They're going to try and show it to the people who will be most apt to engage with you. So you can do either a photo or a photo carousel or even a video, as long as it's short, like 10 to 15 seconds, you're going to try to build up your audience. And you do that like this. At the end of the two weeks, you're going to be able to go in and see everybody who liked your post. And Facebook is going to show you which of those people already follow your Facebook page and which of those people are not yet fans of your Facebook page. And then one by one, there's a little button to click where you can invite them, invite, invite, invite. You're going to invite each of them to become your Facebook fan. This is how you start building your audience. And in time, you can start leveraging that audience when you try to sell them other products. So in time, maybe you're going to send a more targeted ad specifically to your audience. This is how you get started with that. Idea number two, one night, I'm going to ask you to try to touch every table in the restaurant. You're going to make a game of it. You're going to see how many people you can engage with. You're going to see what you can learn about them, what you can learn from them. When I've uh, suggested this to clients in the past, I, I tell them to put a little journal or a little uh, notebook in the back with a pen. And every time they step away from a table, uh, I tell them to go to the back and write down something that they learned from that table. So table 43, I learned this. When you touch the table, you're not just going to go up and say, so how's everything tonight? Oh, it's good. Okay, good. And then walk away. That's not engaging. That's just touching the table to, to check in to make sure everything's going okay, that there aren't major problems. But I want you to engage with them, right? So the waiters are your first line of defense, and then your managers are also overseeing the floor, but you can't leave it all to them. You've got to get down in the trenches. By touching each and every table, you're just going to engage with them. I'm not saying to start a full conversation, but I am saying to start a conversation. So short and sweet, just ask them questions that invite responses. Get to know them and you're going to learn, oh, they like this dish or that dish, or they didn't like this dish, or it's their anniversary, or it's their daughter's birthday, or they don't like the music or whatever it is. You're just going to learn a lot by the end of that night when you look back over that journal. So that's idea number two. You're going to make a game of it. And one night you're going to try to touch every table in the restaurant. Now, I'm sure some of you who have a casual restaurant, have a casual place, maybe it's a, a fast casual or, um, or a fast food restaurant. You're going, well, nobody sits down in my restaurant for that long. It's, that's asking a lot. And you're probably right. So park yourself up by the register one night. Maybe you run the register one night and just try to engage, just try to start a conversation with every person who comes to pick up their food, right? So if it's a sandwich shop or, um, uh, or a pizza shop, everybody's got to come to the register and pay for their food. And you can just start a little conversation while the card's being run. Um, there is definitely a way to apply this to both a, a fine dining restaurant and casual. You just have to be willing to do it. Uh, this is going to pay a lot of dividends. The more you can learn about your guests, the more, the more you can learn from your guests. Idea number three, uh, one night, I want you to send every third table in the restaurant a little something extra. So they place their order and you look over their order and you say, hey, they didn't order the dumplings and the dumplings are really great here. So we're just going to send them an extra order of dumplings. And then you go to the table yourself and you drop it off and just say, Hey, yeah, this is our, one of our signature dishes. And we thought you'd really like it. Um, I don't know if you've ever had these before, but give it a try. This is on us. Um, or you're going to send them an extra dessert and say, Hey, this is our signature dessert. Or, Hey, we just put this on the menu. We'd love your feedback. See what you think. You know, just a little something extra from us. I want you to see what that does to the dynamic in the restaurant. Watch how people sit up. Watch how people lean in. If it's a casual place, you're going to stick something extra in there to go bag, right? If it's a pizza place, you're going to, you know, 
put eight garlic knots in there. Or if it's a you know Mexican place, one of my clients is um is a fast casual Mexican place. So it's almost like a chipotle where you come up and you build your burrito or your bowl and then you pay for it and you're out there. It takes literally nothing. It costs cents for them to reach in and grab a you know three of their salsas that they make all there in the restaurant. You know three different salsas and a bag of chips and say hey we threw some of our salsas in there you know because it's we really love these and we'd love to hear what you think of them. You know hope to see you again soon. That's it. Just a little something. Idea number four, organize a special event, just some special dinner. Meaning if you're a fine dining restaurant, maybe you want to set up a special wine dinner. You're going to partner with a specific winery. Every course is going to be paired with a different one of their wines. If you're more casual, maybe you partner with a local brewery or maybe you have a distillery in town or nearby, partner with them and do an event. So maybe it's a cocktail tasting of three different drinks made with that spirit. You're trying to show off the versatility of a given spirit. Or it's a special chef's menu where each course is paired with a different beer or a different wine. It's a great way to do cross-promotion. You're going to be promoting the event with your audience, and you're going to ask the winery or the brewery or the distillery to promote the event with their audience. So you're introducing your audiences to each other's brand. It's a win-win. You're going to pick an off night, a time when you have some seats to fill, and you're going to do it then. And then you're going to capture email addresses for everyone who attends the event. And then they go into your email list. You're going to leverage this one event into sales down the line. Now, maybe you're thinking this sounds like a lot of work. It's a lot to organize. I'm going to dispel that myth. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Just do the event. You're trying to do something special and interesting. You're going to put a sign up. You're going to you're going to talk about it. It's going to go on your website, on your social media pages. It's just a little something to to stay relevant. Idea number five. I want you to send an email out to your list that doesn't sell anything. So many restaurant people uh, only hit up their list when they have seats to fill or, or something special going on, right? So it's Thanksgiving or Christmas Eve or New Year's Eve or Mother's Day or whatever it is. This one time, I just want you to think in terms of a giveaway. You're providing value to your list. You're going to share a recipe or, or some video or um, a bunch of photos of some of the new dishes that you're, um, that you're developing for the spring menu or whatever it is. Maybe the chef just traveled somewhere interesting. So have her write a quick recap where she went, what she did, where she dined, and perhaps how that is influencing uh, the dishes that she's thinking about for the future. It doesn't have to be much. What you're going to do is give away something that costs you nothing, but it's adding value for your audience. Idea number six, I want you to try a bounce back effort. So this is fresh in my mind because holidays are a great time to do this. So uh, specifically with Mother's Day. So a lot of people who don't normally go out to dine will go out on Mother's Day. With the restaurants that I'm working with, we're taking advantage of that opportunity to capture the business and turn it into repeat business. So for one restaurant in particular I work with, we handed everyone a postcard before they left. So when we dropped off the check, we handed everyone a postcard um, that invites them to come back later in May for dinner and they get two glasses of champagne on us. So they have two weeks to use it. The hope is that it creates a quick return visit and then you can show them what else you do. So brunch is a relatively low check average as compared to dinner at this particular restaurant. So you're going to use this to leverage to, to get more sales in the next few weeks. Um, and, and they're getting a little something for free. So when they're deciding where they want to go in their back pocket, they go, well, we get two free glasses of champagne at this place. Let's just go there. Idea number seven, I want you to launch a concierge program. You're going to figure out five to 10 hotels in your area. You're going to target them. 
and you're going to start building a relationship. So if you're in a city, obviously this is easier than if you're in the suburbs, but it's possible no matter where you are. So if there's a concierge at the hotel, right, usually the, the bigger hotels will have a, a dedicated concierge. You're going to go in. You're going to introduce yourself. You're going to tell them where you're coming from and maybe drop off a bag of goodies, you know, little pastries or cookies or desserts or whatever it is. Or maybe you're going to invite them to come in and dine with you. Hey, you know, I'd love to treat you to dinner so you can see what we're all about. If it's a smaller hotel, you're going to make friends with the front desk staff. The front desk agents get asked all the time by out-of-towners, hey, what's good in the area? Where can we go eat in the area? And if they're still on a sugar high from the sweets you dropped off for them, they may be more apt to recommend your restaurant. But here's the key. Don't make it a one-and-done experience. Don't just come in one day, tell them you need covers, and drop a bag of sweets and say, here's my number, call me when you've got people to get in. You have to cultivate the relationship with them. You've got to call them and stop back in and, and remind them that you invited them in to dine with you. And it's got to work both ways, meaning they're going to need something from you somewhere down, down the line. They're going to have a big guest in from out of town. Hey, we just had this guy fly in on his private jet. It's 7.15 on a Saturday, and I need the best table in the house. Do it. Book them. Show them that you can take care of their guests. If you can help them out, they're gonna. the guests are going to go back to the concierge and say, oh, thanks so much. They gave us the best table in the house. Thank you so much for getting that done. Well, then it's building. It's helping them build the relationship with their guests at the hotel. It's got to be symbiotic. It's got to work both ways. So that's number seven, launch a concierge program. Idea number eight. I'm going to suggest you turn on the camera and do a Facebook Live or, a, or a, a, an Instagram Live or an IGTV. It can be anything as long as there's value and it's authentic. It doesn't have to be slick or fancy. You just use your smartphone and go. The key is to let people in. Give them a chance to learn more about you and your brand. Give them, give them a behind-the-scenes look. Um, I do this with a, a bunch of different clients, and we do it in a variety of ways. For some of them, we just you know show some new menu items that the chef is working on. You know, He says hello. He welcomes them. Hey, we're working on a, some new menu items that are going to roll out next week. Here, let me show you. And then they're, they're cooking and plating the dishes while he's explaining his inspiration for the dishes or, or talking about the dishes. In one of the restaurants that I work with, uh, we do a weekly wine show with the wine director um, as a way of kind of letting the guest in, making wine more accessible. It's a great way to kind of spark engagement actually on the floor. A guest will say, hey, I saw your uh, Facebook Live when you were talking all about Riesling. Um, it, it's a great way to 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 get that thing going. Again, it doesn't have to be uh, it doesn't have to be difficult, doesn't have to be fancy. Do make sure if you're using your smartphone that you click do not disturb because if you get a phone call in the middle of a Facebook live, it will shut the Facebook live down. This is a guy speaking from experience. Um, idea number 9, have limited edition hats made. So for example, you're going to order 100 hats from a place like Rush Order Tees. Uh, on Rush Order Tees, the price is 9.15 per unit for 100 hats. So you're going to spend $915 up front, but then you can sell them for $20 a piece. You're basically doubling your investment in a matter of weeks. If not hats, then do t-shirts or pins or stickers or wine keys or whatever. Whatever is appropriate to your restaurant, to your brand. Um, but think in terms of retail. Um, it can be something, you know, to make a, just a quick couple of bucks. Idea number 10, I want you to start asking people if this is their first time dining with you. Then ask how they found out about you. The more you ask people, you're going to be able to see what channels are working and what channels aren't. You're going to see which of your marketing efforts are working. The only way you can do this is by asking. What gets measured gets managed. So if you can measure all your different outlets, 
then you can manage which ones are working, which ones aren't. Idea number 11 is all about your email list. Your email list, I hope you understand, is crucial. Make sure you're collecting those email addresses on your website and also in your restaurant. So if you're a sit-down restaurant, maybe you're going to drop a little comment card at the end of their meal when you drop the check that just invites them to fill out their email address. Um, If you're a casual restaurant, maybe this is something you ask for um, every time they're at the register. So they're there paying like, hey, would you like to, you know, can I uh, have your email address so I can keep you updated with, uh, you know, specials, discounts, coupons, whatever it is. Make sure there's value for the guest for signing up. Right. Make sure you can answer that question. Well, why do I, why would I sign up? What do I get? Make sure you have an answer for that, but you have to be building your email list. And the best way to do that is with the customers who are already experiencing your restaurant. Idea number 12, I want you to take the most expensive item on your menu and bump the price up 10%. And I want you to see what happens to sales for the month. Do you sell less of that item or the same, or maybe more? Even if you sold less units of that item, did you make more revenue overall? It's just an experiment. I want to see what happens when you take the most expensive item on your menu and just bump it up 10%. This works for all kinds of restaurants. Idea number 13, start a blog on your website. Just a chance for you to talk about what you're doing to promote upcoming events or menu changes or to converse with your audience. I just want you to do it once a week, maybe a thousand words about anything. Idea number 14, run a special one night that's much more expensive than the rest of your menu and see what happens. Now, you got to make sure it's still worth the price. Don't just gouge people. But if people normally spend about $25 for an entree at your place, run a special for $45 and measure the results. Don't just do it to do it. Do it to measure the results. Idea number 15, try running a contest on social media. So what you're going to do is have people uh, do four different things to be entered in the contest. Number one, follow the account. Number two, post a photo. Number three, hashtag with a specific hashtag that gets them entered into the contest. And number four, you're going to have them tag five of their friends. Uh, winner is picked at the end of the week or the end of the month, etc. And you got to make the prize good, like a $100 gift card or a dinner for two or catering for an entire office. Run the contest and see what happens, especially for casual concepts, for casual brands. Um, this is something you can really get away with. It's a good way to, to build your social media following, to provide value uh, to your audience. For fine dining restaurants, this is a little bit trickier to do, so you've got to really thread the needle. Uh, look around online and see what other uh, fine dining restaurants are doing. Um, it, again, it, it is uh, admittedly tricky for fine dining restaurants to do, but I've seen it done. I have done it. Idea number 16 Give your waiters a food test one day just to see where their menu knowledge is. Don't use it to punish, but use it as a referendum on your job and the manager's performance rather than just the wait staff's abilities. Just use it to see where everybody is. Um, usually what you're going to find out is about 20 to 30% of your staff is solid. Um, 20 to 30% is okay and the rest are not nearly up to par menu knowledge is the best way to sell within your restaurant and so they've got to have that down idea number 17 offer your staff free wine and spirits training so like every tuesday in june we're going to do a one-hour class 
Week one is going to be all about wine. Week two is beer. Week three is spirits. And week four is all about food and beverage pairing. You're going to do tastings and and hands-on kind of stuff. You're going to make it fun and educational and then see what happens with your beverage sales in the following month. Again, it just has to be an hour a week, right? One hour every Tuesday in between lunch and dinner, and you're going to offer free wine and spirits training to your staff. I'm telling you, it's going to pay dividends in the long run. Idea number 18, spruce up your website. Look at your competitors or look at other brands that have great sites and see what you love about them and then spruce up your site. Start start making yours better. And it doesn't have to cost you a lot of money. These days, uh, especially with places like Squarespace and WordPress, it's never been easier to build your own site and have it look really, really sharp. Idea number 19, I want you to reach out to 10 local businesses to try to drive number one, either catering business or number two, events business in your restaurant. And finally, idea number 20, I want you to figure out three different businesses nearby who you might be able to partner with and then approach them with a specific idea. You're not going to try to wrestle them into working with you, but just start a dialogue and see what happens. For the assignment this week, it's as I said at the very beginning, I want you to just pick two of these ideas, two of the 20, and figure out how you can implement them in your restaurant. And then for this week's continuing education, I'm going to link to a TED Talk by a guy named Adam Grant. The name of the talk is The Surprising Habits of Original Thinkers. Uh, Adam is a uh, professor of psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. He's a best-selling author and a podcast host. His show is called Work Life. He talks a lot about uh, work-life balance and work relationships and creativity. Um, This exercise that I did today is largely inspired by him. Um, A lot of his writings talk about how creativity begets creativity. Uh, One idea gives birth to three ideas and 10 ideas gives birth to 100 ideas. So this exercise that I did of trying to come up with 20 marketing ideas to suggest to you uh, was actually kind of fun. This is something that you can do as well. You should be doing every so often. Every month, just sit down and write down, hey, what, what are 20 ideas, 20 things I could do? Don't think about whether they'll work or not. Just think about ideas and then look at them later. Then review them and, and see if they're worth putting into practice. Um, so uh, I invite you to watch the TED Talk, and uh, and I'm also going to link to uh, to some of Adam's other books if you're uh, if you're so interested. Um, and uh, again, I would urge you to put just two of these ideas into practice and get in the habit of start coming up with lists of your own. As always, I can't thank you enough for being here. I appreciate you being here. Uh, this is Restaurant Strategy. My name is Chip Close. Uh, I want to hear from you. Please reach out to me at chip at chipclose.com. That's C H I P K. L-O-S-E. This is Restaurant Strategy, and I'll see you next week.